In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus, Word of God, reveal more of yourself to us through your presence in the Bible. Led by the Holy Spirit, guide our time of reflection. May it increase our desire for you in the Scripture and in the sacrament. Amen. Welcome back to Sunday Setup, the weekly podcast show that prepares you for the readings you'll hear at Mass this Sunday. Christmas has arrived, and if you can believe it, there are four different sets of readings for Christmas Masses. Readings for the Vigil Mass, Mass during the night, Mass at dawn, and Mass during the day. Since this is our first year through Sunday Setup, we'll start with the readings for the Christmas Vigil Mass. As we've seen with most of the Advent season, our first reading is taken from the prophet Isaiah. Remember, the third album of Isaiah the Rapper, chapters 56 to 66, take place after the exiles have returned from Babylon. As they began to rebuild their lives and their city, they face seemingly insurmountable obstacles. It looked as though even though God had released them from exile, perhaps he was no longer with them to bring peace and justice. Into this situation, Isaiah speaks the words of our first reading. An assurance is given. One day, nations will behold Israel's vindication, and all kings will see the glory of the Lord God. The imagery used in our first reading is that of a wedding. You shall be called by a new name, says Isaiah, as a bride takes on a new name at a wedding. A glorious crown is mentioned in the hand of the Lord, as when one coronates a queen at a royal wedding. And finally, the Lord's own words are that the land will not be called desolate, but rather espoused. A new name, a glorious crown, and an espousal. This all helps to illustrate how the Lord God has wed himself to Israel. And as we hear in the final verse, As a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Next, in our second reading, St. Paul has just begun his first missionary journey. If you'll remember, as recorded in the Acts of the Apostles, Paul takes three journeys to help spread the gospel. In our excerpt for Christmas Vigil Mass, he's on his first journey in a synagogue in Antioch, speaking to both Jews as well as those who are God-fearing. He's providing a recap of Israel's history to them, concentrating specifically on the promises God has made, and especially the promise you'll remember from last weekend's first reading, when the Lord God promised to David an everlasting reign. Paul is seeking to demonstrate that God's promise to David has now become fulfilled with the life of Jesus Christ. Speaking of David, Paul says, From this man's descendants, God, according to his promise, has brought to Israel a Savior, Jesus. Then we have the gospel. Two options are given for the gospel at Christmas Eve Mass, one that contains Matthew's genealogy and the other that doesn't. Knowing that the long list of Jesus' descendants probably sparks more interest, and the priest at your church may elect not even to read it, we'll look at the first 17 verses of Matthew's gospel. Now, we can't get too hung up on the names themselves because the vast majority of scholars will agree that, doing the math, the accuracy of the names is not likely. The numbers just don't add up. Rather, what is the function of this genealogy? That's the question to ask. First, it shows us that God has kept his promises. In a very similar demonstration as with St. Paul in our second reading, Matthew wants to illustrate how God has remained faithful to his promises by listing this genealogy. Remember that the Lord God promised Abraham he would become the father of many nations. And the Lord God also promised to David that his throne would stand firm forever. Those promises now become realized in Jesus' birth. 
Second, the function of this genealogy is to show us that what we could call the irregularity of Jesus' birth through Mary, being conceived by the Holy Spirit, is not actually all that irregular when we take a look at Jesus' family tree. Four women are mentioned in this genealogy, Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Bathsheba. And yet, looking more closely into each of their stories, each of these women had irregular situations through which they gave birth. And this is not to mention Sarah, the wife of Abraham, who also irregularly gave birth after being barren. Matthew's genealogy then shows us that God keeps his promises and that Jesus' seemingly irregular birth is not all that inconsistent with how God has intervened in the history of Jesus' family tree. So that's it. That's your Sunday setup for the Vigil Mass of Christmas. May this knowledge of the story behind the scripture allow you to encounter Jesus Christ in a new way this weekend. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.